Okay, so I recorded an entire episode and then there was like this really weird sound and I hated it because I was just like, what the fuck? This is a professional podcast. What the fuck is this sound? And I was trying to look in my room and see what their sound, it was like a sound. It was coming from like my adapter and I was like, well, fuck. 18 minutes of me talking about this guy named Simba, that's his nickname, all gone down the trash and here I am re-recording it it's not easy for me to talk about my feelings especially like things like adult things like sex and shit like that so if you're not comfortable listening to like a 15 minute episode about sex and the lion king and (laughs) me avoiding my problems but also learning new things about my sexual desires this is not an episode for you but if you are it's Great, and I'm Umber, like number without the N, and here are five things you need to know about this episode. Thing number one, um, I used to be really embarrassed about, like, my sexual desires. Like, I used to think, like, not that, like, it was slutty if I asked someone for sex, but honestly, honestly, I think a lot of girls do struggle with this, where it's, like, as in, like, the friends that I have talked to... Sometimes it feels weird for like women to ask for sex because they don't want to come off as easy to get like all that bullshit stuff. So I finally met someone that didn't make me feel like that. Or I mean, I didn't feel like that. I don't know what he thinks about me. But again, like this is my point of view and this podcast is about me. So from my perspective, I felt like kind of almost empowered to kind of like like talk about my sexuality, like talk about my sexual desires and things like that and feel like it was very normal. The second thing, um, I hate talking about my feelings. Uh, So this is why I have a podcast where I talk into a mic uh, underneath my blanket so that I get good audio. So just to paint a visual for anyone that's new, um, I'm Umber. Uh, I'm awkward about talking about feelings. I don't know why. Sometimes I feel like I have the emotional... Um, intelligence of a teaspoon because sometimes I can't articulate what I'm feeling Um, so instead I like laugh a lot that's one thing about me is that I think everything's funny Um, and then the other thing is like how I cope is that I do this podcast and how I do this podcast is I usually wear my robe um, eat like some candy and I'm, I'm sitting under my blanket recording this into my laptop for good audio So I'm really like painting a picture of if you were to walk into my room, (laughs) that's what you would see is like me underneath my blanket naked in a robe eating candy. Um, I think that's pretty funny and I think it's super soothing uh, to each their own. Um, So the third thing, I think we're on thing three. Oh, and I always talk about five things about what the episode is going to be about. So thing number three, um, I learned a lot about myself sexually um through this like I wouldn't call it a relationship but through this like casual relation a casual relationship would it be a relationship if it's like you didn't date um you just had sex but like really nice conversations is it hooking up isn't friends with benefits if you're not really friends like is it is it is it just a person with benefits that sounds weird but anyways in this like situationship um with Simba and I'll explain why that's his nickname um I really got to um experiment with sex 
um, I'm, I like to try new things and I was able to make a list of things that I really wanted to do and do them. Thing number four, I want to talk about like, is it bad to avoid problems when you're avoiding them also lets you learn new things about yourself? And then the other thing, the last thing I want to talk about is I'm really hoping like the point of this episode is to make you feel comfortable in your sexual desires. And I kind of want to make it so that everyone can kind of feel empowered to ask for what they would like to try and not be embarrassed about it. So with that being said, this is Umber like number without the N and let's get to it. So who is like this person I'm talking about? Okay, every time I'm like, okay, no more guys. Like, I'm just going to focus on myself. Uh, Like, I'm kind of need to be alone and single, la, 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 la. Every time I'm not looking, something happens. And this guy came up really randomly through this, like, uh, I've explained to my American audience what a gask is. So we met at one um, that wasn't at my nation. And, um, yeah. At an after party, I went up to him just to see how his day, like, because I was, like, so tired of dancing. It was, like, almost 3 o'clock in the morning, I think. And then I just went up to this guy who I thought was cute, and I was remember that I was sitting next to him. And I was like, oh, I'll just ask how his day went or how his evening went. And then, you know, we started making out. I <laughs> Like, that's how it happens at after parties, I guess. But, um, and then Uppsala is such a fucking small city that you always run into everybody. So then I started running into him a lot. And I'd never, I would have never have noticed this guy before. But then because of that, I saw him like all the time. And then also this person was just supposed to be a one night stand. I've never had like a one night stand before. He was supposed to be like my first one. And also like every one night stand I have had always like I see them a couple more times. But this is the first time that I've actually had like a really long casual relationship. It's almost like stable in a weird way. And it was super fun. And um, the first thing I want to tackle well, let's just like give a background about this person. Um, obviously, this is all my perspective, and it's my point of view, and that's why I always give a nickname, so they can't like sue me or anything. Um, but this person is young. Um, he's like way younger than me, and I had no idea. He's six years younger than me. I don't want to say his age, but he's six years younger than me. Um, and I had no fucking idea. I, what does that say about like my mental stability? How did I not know this person was so much younger? I don't know. Now my friends know that he was six years younger than me. So that's something. And then I think, okay, I don't know how to say this without sounding like bad, but he's not French. He's not from France, but oh my God, I think his personality (laughs) is like totally French. And I don't know how to explain that, but I think it's, like, it's his humor. He has, like, a very, like, sarcastic, mean, um, like, rude type of humor. But it's, like, perfect for me. Like, I think it's so funny. I think he's really funny. But I don't know if I would tell him, like, in person. But, yeah, he's super, super funny. But I think he also balances out my humor, which is very, like, kiddish and, I don't know, immature. And then (laughs) there he goes, like... He makes, like, comments that are kind of rude, but I think they're so fucking funny because they're always done in, like, a fun way. Anyways, yeah, he's totally French, like, stereotypically that an American would think, but I don't, he's not from France. Um, The other thing, I think he's smart. Like, we never really talked about how smart he was, but I'm really smart and he was able to keep up with me, so that was good. And then he plays the guitar. (laughs) Um... 
Uh, it's kind of sounding like a like a typical like like when I remember when I was going to for my study abroad, everyone was like, "Oh, like you're gonna find like those European fuck fuck boys who are super hot and play guitar and have French accents." And <laughs> he doesn't have an accent, I don't think. But um, I think like, and I don't think he's a fuck boyer. I don't know. But I think yeah, he does play guitar and he is super cute. He's super super cute. Um, I like his cheeks. His smile is really nice. I don't know. I think he's very, like, boyish cute. Turns out because he is a boy in a way, technically. So, I don't know. He was really nice. Um, the other thing that I wanted to say was I felt really comfortable very quickly. Um, so, that was really good. Especially when, like, sex is involved. So, yeah. That's just a background. And why his nickname is Simba. Um, because he's obsessed with the Lion King. <laughs> no, um, he's not obsessed, I don't think. But he did tell me one day that he got, like, his hungover day, like, after a night out, he, like, ordered food um, for home. And then he watched the Lion King hungover. So if that, if your go-to hangover entertainment is the Lion King, then you, you really, really like the Lion King. Which I think is so great because I love anything Disney. And so then I thought his that would be a cute nickname. I was going to nickname him Remy from Ratatouille, but I don't think he would like that one. I don't think he would appreciate it that much. Um, but anyways, so that's his background. Um, he also approached me in a really nice way. It was super cute. Like I was out clubbing. So he was supposed to be a one night stand and I was out clubbing with my friends. And then all of a sudden, like I make eye contact with someone that I hooked up with. And I was like, oh, my God. To my gay ex, I was like, don't look, but I think someone's going to come and say hi to me, and this is, like, super funny, and I'm a little, oh, my God. I think I was blushing, because I was like, I can't believe he's coming down the stairs. And he did. He comes down the stairs, and he comes, and he gives me a hug, and he's like, oh, are you leaving? And I was like, yeah, and he was like, well, you never messaged me, and I was like, oh, my God, because honestly, I didn't think he'd want to see me again, um, but I guess he did. And then I was like, okay, well, I guess we can meet. So then from that day, we were we just started hooking up like once in a while for about like two months now almost. So that's like really crazy how long this has lasted. And it's been super fun. So now that's the first thing I want to talk about is that people were like, oh, like the two people I told were like, how do you not get feelings for someone that you like sleep with? But also that you like are so like open with about like sexual things and things like that. And I was like, I think like because I remember he also said something like, oh, this really is casual for you. And like first and most importantly, when we first discussed, it was like, yeah, this is going to be casual. And it's also something that like I was OK with and I think also what he wanted. And then I, um, so that was my my first thing is like when you go into something and you think, oh, this is going to be casual then it's casual. And then, because I'm a very, honestly, I'm a very straightforward person and I'm also very honest. So I think like if that's how it was going to be, like that was my mindset, then that was my mindset. The second thing is like, I don't, like, I'm not, I'm not in love. I don't like want to be in a relationship with anybody right now. And also with Simba, like it's not like I didn't fall in love and I don't have like deep, deep, deep feelings. But obviously, like, you have feelings for someone that you see for, like, that you sleep with, that you have sex with for so long. They're, like, I don't know. I don't know what kind of feelings they are. They're, like, feelings of comfort, I guess. Like, that's a good way to describe it. Obviously, 
when you see someone for that long, even if it's for sex, um, you like the time that you spend with them, right? So you wouldn't do it if you didn't enjoy it or if you didn't get something out of it. And for me, it's like sex is half of it. So the sex is half of it. And I also, I genuinely, I really liked talking with this guy. Um, pillow talk is really important for me. And I realized that after like he pointed it out and I was like, oh my God, yeah, you're right. Because I can, I have a podcast where I talk about myself for 15 minutes and hopefully things that are meaningful. But that's why it was like really nice to someone to point that out. And then also the other thing is like, I, so I had feelings of like comfort and um, I guess security is a nice way to put a word. Like I didn't feel embarrassed um, about anything with him. So just things like that. And I think like that's like very, it was really great. Um, okay, so that's that. And then the second thing, um, I also realized I am someone who I really enjoy sex. And through this experience with this person, with Simba, um, I think it's like funny to call someone Simba because it is such like an iconic like lion character but anyways so basically like what happened was as we kept meeting I felt more and more comfortable to kind of share things that I like and that's another thing that was super cool about this like situationship is that like I was able to express things that I haven't been able to in the past because honestly I have to say like other guys that I was with they're very, like, they liked what they liked. They got what they wanted from sex. But I didn't really know, like, what I wanted until I could really, like, explore. And it was really um, important for me to learn that it's okay for a girl to ask for sex. It doesn't make me, like, slutty or easy to get or anything. It's, like it was almost kind of empowering for me because I, it's something that I would like. And if someone could help give it to me, that's such a weird way to put it. It was just really nice. Um, and then I also want to talk about like, sometimes I feel like growing up in like American high school culture, it was very like conservative, like more conservative than I imagined so I feel like growing up I didn't really talk about sex or sexual desires or things that I feel like are kind of taboo until I got to college and I felt comfortable like me and my friends all together felt comfortable talking about our experiences and what we liked and what we didn't like so I have to say like I did come out of like my shell kind of when I moved to Sweden where people are a bit I feel like in Europe people are a bit more open about sex than in America and it really like showed um, my attitude towards sex completely changed like it is something that can be pleasurable and fun and it's really normal to want it um, so that's the other thing and then the other side of the coin is that if you ask for sex and someone says no you shouldn't feel bad like this isn't something like I don't think people say no to make you feel bad like sex is a very personal thing so you only want to do it when you're 100% comfortable, right? Um, so the other thing that I learned is that, oh, and this is kind of cute. This is really cute. I think, I, oh, I'm, I think I'm a really cute person um, because in my head, I think a lot of times people are 
always looking for like something to last forever and something that needs to um, if it's not a long-term thing then it didn't mean anything blah 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 all these things that are these like expectations that put so much pressure on people when it comes to sex and when it comes to relationships and my best friend Natalie I have permission to use her name by the way back home she said like people can just be good moments in your life and I think like this was one of those moments uh, for me um like he, this person like this guy it was just a really nice moment in my life when I kind of needed it I kind of needed the distraction I have so much like boy stuff going on it's so dumb that I gotta take a break from like the dumb shit and just have something that was like strangely very stable and super fun and even though it was me avoiding my problems because there is this guy and this other guy and I should like talk about things with them but I just avoid it because of like Simba um, and the, so again it sounds so weird um, but it's like true like because of like Simba I'm able to like avoid having to deal with that but at the same time like it's not like me just running away from my problems I'm also learning a lot about myself which is why I think I kept it going and yeah I think like He's a very good moment uh, in my life that I needed at this time, I think. And I'm very, like, grateful for that. Um, I also learned so much about myself. Like, I don't really need foreplay, which is super funny. Because I remember when we were talking... Sex is so different for everybody. Um, and I remember, like, people were saying, like, oh, but foreplay is the best. Like, it's the best for women, blah, blah, blah. Not for me. Um... <laughs> I don't, I like getting to the point. I know I talk like around the point a lot and I never get to the point in talking, but in sex, like I just want to get to the point. Um, and then I love pillow talk. It's super important. And I think like that's why I kind of feel like I kept like coming back is because the whole package was so good and I thought he was super cute. So that was also a plus. Um, but anyways, this is Umber like number without the end. And to summarize this episode, um, never be embarrassed by your sexual desires. Uh, never be like shy to ask for what you want. Um, always like sleep with people that you're comfortable asking these things and never let anyone make you feel bad about your desires. And also like sex again is a very person to person thing. So yeah, just never be embarrassed. And I feel like I've really learned that through this experience. And yeah, that's it for this episode. Um, I don't know. There was a lot of sex talk, so I'm pro it's probably going to be explicit in the U.S., but we'll see when they let it publish. Thank you again for listening.